What is going on, ladies and gents? Welcome, I guess, to the second episode of the uh, SM Punk Show. Um, I'm going to try to keep this below, maybe below 30 minutes. It's probably going to be a short podcast, but uh, it's your uh, your host, of course, yours truly, SM Punk. Um, let's talk. I mean, today's, uh, today's topics that uh, pretty much I'm going to be talking about is obviously NXT was debuted last night on the usa network um and then i'll talk we'll talk i'll talk a little bit about class of champions um i mean not the whole thing because i mean obviously i mean by now it's old news but and they're already setting up for WWE hell in a cell and then after that we'll be talking a little bit about boxing and then after that we'll just wrap it up but um, let's start off with Clash of Champions. I mean, obviously, Clash of Champions, the main event was, uh, Seth Rollins versus, um, uh, Strowman for the Universal title. Now, obviously, um, if he, I mean, obviously, if you didn't know, Rollins won, he retained, but the thing is, he beat him clean. Now, the thing is, like, the way... They've been pushing Braun Strowman or or even if they are pushing him, they made him to look, they made him look weak. And obviously at the end you had the fiend Bray Wyatt come out and attack Seth Rollins. And that I mean if you guys didn't see Raw, that is setting up already for um Hell in a Cell. For Universal Champion Seth Rollins taking on the Fiend Bray Wyatt at Hell in a Cell in a Hell in a Cell match. Um, so um, I mean overall the show I know there was two ti- uh, two or three title changes I believe no I think two both f- both for the uh, the tag titles the SmackDown and the Raw I think Revival won the SmackDown and uh, uh, Robert Roode. And uh, Dolph Ziggler won the uh, the Raw tag titles, um, but uh, but this overall show to me was was a pretty decent show, something to watch on a Sunday night. Can't complain. Now um, I'm gonna go straight into NXT. Uh, I'm reading an article here. It says that last night's um, NXT drew 1.2 million, and this is according to Nielsen. Um, then it said, uh, the one hour also garnered, uh, 553,000 viewer between adults, between 18 and 49 demographic. So obviously if you guys, um, didn't realize the first hour was on the USA network. And then the second hour was on the, on the, on the WWE network. Now I heard that people were having issues with, um, on the network, you know, I guess they were having buffering issues or whatnot. I was not able to see it live. I saw it last night, probably after great show. Um, I thought it was, uh, I mean, it kind of felt kind of like an NXT takeover type of, uh, event in a way, in my opinion. But, uh, but, but you all know they're going to go head to head against AEW. Now the thing with AEW now, um, obviously you've heard that, 
that their uh, show's going to be called All Elite Wrestling uh, Dynamite on TNT, obviously. And they're going to go head-to-head on Wednesday nights. Now, I am very, very curious of how much they're going to they're gonna draw on the first debut night. Um, obviously, they're not going to debut until October 2nd, I believe. Yes, October 2nd, which is going to be a two-hour show on TNT. So, yeah, so pretty much AEW is competing, is going to be pretty much competing with, um, with NXT. Um, let's see. Um, so pretty much, uh, they had the North American, um, championship, um, Velveteen Dream take on, uh, Roger Strong from, uh, the Undisputed Era. Great match. Um, however, we, um, Roger Strong and, uh, comes out victorious and becomes the new North American NXT champion or the NXT North American champion. Um, damn, all the NXT, I mean, all the, excuse me, all the Undisputed Era members are all champions. They had the NXT tag titles, the North American title, and now, and obviously Adam Cole with the NXT championship. So the whole crew has the gold, baby. Um, um, and then the second hour, you know, they had, a. um, I believe there was, uh, at the end they had, oh, it was, uh, uh, Matt Riddle taking on, uh, damn, I keep, I keep blanking on his name. I apologize, but I mean, it was pretty much a brawl. Then, um, they go out to the back and, uh, Walter and it, I forget, I forget what they're called. You know, they're, his little crew is called because I really don't keep up with NXT UK. Even though the NXT UK takeover that they had or whatever it was called, uh, NXT uh, Cardiff was a great show. Had no idea who some of those guys were, but it was a great show. Um, there was like a big old bra, the NXT freaking locker room came out, and that's pretty much how it ended up on the network. Um, so, I mean, NXT, in my opinion, will be a, will be something great to watch on Wednesday nights. Um, then again, I mean, people are going to be curious about how AEW is going to, you know, they're going to start on October 2nd and we're going to see how that goes when they go head to head, um, Wednesday night. Um, let's see. Obviously y'all know that, you know, um, SmackDown will be, uh, on Fox October 4th, but on Fridays now to Friday night SmackDown. So, um, obviously, uh, we all know that. And then obviously, you know, we know that the, the ratings have not really been that well on SmackDown. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be quite a task and quite a test for, uh, for WWE to, um, you know, to, to, you know, to try to manage and try to keep the ratings up. I mean, I'm not sure how much they drew this past week or the last week, but, um, lately it hasn't been good. I know they're talking about the, uh, they're having another draft. They're, now they're calling it a draft now. So they're going back to that. No shake up bullshit. No, we're going to have to shake it up. Like Vince McMahon would say, um, uh, what's going to happen is we're going to have a first night, which when it, 
it it debuts on on Fox. Um, the first and then the second night will be on Raw, which is kind of, you know, kind of reverse this time. I just hope that that even though it's on Fox, they don't have like the because the thing is, if you ever notice, like on Fox, like for NFL, you know, NFL has their you know their theme that, but even when they had UFC on Fox. They played that music too, so it's like, I'm hoping they're not going to have that music. I mean, can't they come up with something else? I doubt it, though. I really doubt it. Um, I think WWE's going to have their own music for, for for SmackDown, and but it's funny how UFC used that music, which we're used to. If you're an NFL fan, we're used to hearing that music for the NFL. So, I mean, that's in a couple what, in a couple weeks, three weeks. For Friday Night Smackdown to debut on Fox, and we'll see how that goes down. Obviously, we know. I mean, I'm I'm jumping back and forth here on Smackdown. Brock Lesnar challenged uh, Kofi Kingston for the for the WWE Championship. Um, I'm already predicting it. Probably several other people are predicting it. I think we're going to see a title change here, and I think Brock will be the WWE Champion. And that will be the end, or the end of Kofi's run as champion. Um, now, will they pull a swerve by then? Who knows? But um, I doubt it, though. I really do doubt it. So that right there has already been booked for Friday Night SmackDown on Fox. Brock versus Kofi Kingston for the for the WWE Championship. Um. And yeah, so um, going back to NXT though, NXT, I mean, has always had potential, and and I hope with uh, with them being on the USA Network now, they're gonna you know they're gonna bring in more of those casuals back. I mean, you gotta admit, I mean, most of the time when you go to when you watch Raw or SmackDown, they're mostly casuals. Depending on the city that they go to, they're mostly casuals. Uh, depending if they go to a pay-per-view, um, like for example, the Royal Rumble, um, I kind of noticed that sometimes the Royal Rumble, you have those hardcore fans, the ones that, you know, that know what, you know, what we, what we're talking about, that know the history and whatnot that will pop if an old wrestler will come out and whatnot. Yeah, so, uh, or like an NXT crowd, and when they do NXT takeovers, those NXT crowds are fucking very good crowds. Why? Because they get you pumped, they get you excited. Um, oh, and that's another thing, too. Another comparison is like the um, the UK crowd. When I was watching the NXT Cardiff um, takeover show, um, they were. They were excited for every freaking match. They uh, and that's what made this, that's what makes a show good is when the crowd is really into the match, when they're really in, you know, they're really excited and you know doing chants and and like really in the match. That's what makes a match good too. Also, when the crowd is like pretty much you know with their hands with them sitting with their hands on their asses. And not seeing anything, it kind of, it kind of, it kind of kills the, the momentum. It kind of kills the, the, um, 
the excitement because the crowd's not really into it, you know? So, because most of the time it's casuals. It's really casual fans that are out there. So, but, um, but I think NXT will, will have potential. I mean, it, it drew 1.2. I mean, it's, um, it wouldn't be surprising. I didn't think it was going to draw. I put, I, I could have predicted maybe, maybe into the two point, but 1.2 sounds reasonable. Um, shout out to Don Tony. He mentioned too, that they did not really, I mean, yeah, they did show commercials and whatnot, but they did not, Triple H didn't even come out to at least make an effort to, you know, to promote the thing, to promote that, you know, Hey, you know, NXT, uh, is coming out this Wednesday, uh, NXT or, or, or anything like that. I know, uh, Cole and Graves, you know, they made mentions of it throughout the night of raw. I don't know if they, I think they did also on SmackDown with, um, what's his name? Um, with Tom and Graves again, but it's like, I don't think it was enough. Or I, I mean, Triple H should have at least been out there to at least give, um, a little bit more of a, of a push, you know, to get NXT, you know, uh, yeah, you know, like promotion, you know, get it out there, get the, get the word out, get these casual fans to, to realize, obviously with guys like, you know, Gargano and Mike, Adam Cole, I have a feeling they might put some of the, the some guys from the main roster in the show. I mean, not, not as like, um, like a permanent thing, but you know, maybe like, Hey, maybe AJ Styles could come out. And take on Gargano, or imagine him taking on Cole. That would be a hell of a match, mm-hmm. or anything like that. I'm not just I'm not just using that as an example of um, what could happen and whatnot. But um, but yeah, NXT, um, uh, in my opinion, has potential, and it will be competing with all elite wrestling um, starting October second. Um, let's see. Uh, already, we're already going into 15 minutes in, so let's, let's switch it up here. I mean, we're going to go now into boxing. If you're not into boxing, then, um, <laughs> this is not your thing, but if you are into boxing, I am going to be talking about that was announced. Was it last week? I'm not too sure. Or, um, freaking Canelo, Saul Canelo Alvarez will be fighting Sergey Kovalev. Now, Kovalev is, I believe, the current light heavyweight champion. I forget what belt, though. I would have to look that up. But they will be fighting on The Zone November 2nd at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Um, Now, take point of this. Canelo comes from... Well, he's a 160 champ right now, so he has the middleweight title. I believe he has a WBC, um, WBA. Like I said, I, I didn't really look into it, but I know he has one of those. I know he has a WBC title. And, I mean, this right here actually shocked me because we are talking... What is it? Two weight classes with middleweight. 
Then there's um, what's after middleweight? Junior. Is it one sixty five? Or super middleweight? Hmm. So I, I believe it would be like two weight classes. So one sixty, because he's a champion at one sixty super middleweight. I am blanking out here. Um, I believe it's two weight classes because he's he's gonna fight him at one seventy five, which is light heavyweight division. Now I'm looking at the tell of the tape here. Alvarez obviously has a record of fifty two wins, one defeat. Obviously, that defeat was with uh, Mayweather. 35 KOs and two draws. A uh, total of 55 bouts in all. Uh, Kovalev has 34 wins, three defeats. Two of those being against Andre Ward. I think one of them shouldn't have... Uh, whatever. That could be for another another story, uh, another talk, another episode. Uh, 29 KOs. And, and you guys know... His nickname is The Crusher. He has power in those hands. Uh, one draw, a uh, total of three bouts. Uh, he is six feet tall. Um, I believe Canelo is 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, so Kovalev is a little taller. He's like, what, three inches? Maybe three inches taller than him. I mean, when I saw the ice, was it yesterday? Day before yesterday when they had their first conference, Kovalev looked like a bigger dude, man. Then again, um, when Canelo fights at 160 and his body uh, hydrates, he goes up to like at least 175, um, 170, 171, um, maybe 175, depending. Um, now here, I probably, I don't think to make weight, it'd be a problem for him. Um I'm looking at here that the reach advantage is only one inch difference. So uh, Kovalev has 72 inches of a reach advantage uh, just by an inch. And uh, Canelo has 71 inch reach advantage. Um, now the thing is here is the size. Kovalev is a bigger dude. He has fought at 175, I think almost throughout his whole career. Canelo is a first time like when i heard i when i heard rumors about this fight i was i forget i was talking with a buddy of mine who we talk boxing a lot i said okay i guess if canelo does challenge kovalev or wants to cha- or wants to fight him have him fight like a tune-up fight you know have him fight um somebody like a no-namer <coughs> excuse me it doesn't matter who and see how he looks, you know, um, obviously when he fought, um, cause I think didn't, Ch- doesn't Chavez, yeah, Chavez Jr. fights now at 175, but then again, Chavez Jr. had to cut down weight. I think that, I think that was a problem with that fight. He either was just too drained out, too dehydrated, something, or, or he just got paid. I mean, let's be real, but, um, this right here is going to be a very tough fight for Canelo. Kovalev has power. He has fought. He's but he's a champion in the freaking division. He's got power. He's not known as a crusher for no reason. Um, but then again, Canelo is good. He's getting better and better by each fight. Um, 
Now let's now let's talk about okay. Let's say he does make weight. Well, I mean, Hugh, I, I know he will. But let's say he makes weight and weighs in at one seventy four or one seventy three and a half, and his body hydrates down up to what to one eighty. Let's say for example, or one one eighty something. I mean, I would have to look up. I should have looked up what's the way he usually walks. I'm thinking he walks around like 170 something, but, um, if he were to, uh, hydrate up to one, uh, 180 something, will that affect his, um, his movement, his, um, his quickness, uh, the power, we still don't know. I mean, we still don't know how, I don't know, maybe, maybe, um, if he does put on weight, he'll probably put on muscle weight, but then again, that could slow you down too, though, in some rate. So, um, this fight here is really interesting. Um, the way I see it, I, I shit, I have Kovalev as a, as a favorite right now. I mean, Kovalev is the bigger guy. I could see him. Um, but like I said, the reach advantage is only an inch of a difference but Kovalev is a taller fighter um I'm I mean this 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 kind of feels like in comparison to when Chavez Jr. went up weight um he went up weight to what is it one it was it one one when he fought oh what's his name once 175 he went up to 175 and then he was it frida's i forget his name and then uh he actually beat chavez jr but then again chavez jr is funny at that weight right now but then again what i mean for chavez jr i don't even know what the hell's next for that guy but i mean he's never nothing compared to his father that's all i could say um so going back to Canelo and Kovalev, this fight here is definitely an interesting fight. And um it's a risk. I think it's a risk for him. I mean, he's got a loss already. I mean, he's not undefeated no more, but it's something to think about. Uh, I got Kovalev winning for uh definitely. I got him winning um by a knockout. That would be crazy if that were to happen. Um, and this is obviously Canelo's first time fighting at 175. So we'll see throughout um, throughout this. I mean, we only got, what, a month and a half maybe? Till that fight. It's November 2nd when it's going down. So uh, another fight that I wanted to mention too is um, coming up. Is it next weekend, next Saturday? Porter versus Spence Jr. Now, now for this fight here, in my opinion, it's not worth pay per view. It's going to be live on pay per view. I am not going to pay. What is it? Seventy four ninety nine. I bet it's going to cost like seventy four ninety nine. And you're going to have Anthony Durrell versus uh, David uh, Benavides. Um, the why is this fight pay per view? Why? Um, it's going to be at the at the Staples Center. I'm um, looking at the rest of the card here. Um, so your co-feature, you got 
would this is going to be on the 28th i'm actually going to be out of town so i'm not even sure if i'm going to even watch this fight probably watch it at a bar or something depending on what my situation is yeah anthony Durrell, like i said versus uh, david benavides um then you got mario barrios versus um patrir akmadov can't even pronounce his name uh josecito lopez versus john molina that might be a good fight but not worth it in my opinion um robert guerrero wait a minute is this robert the ghost guerrero i thought he retired wow i guess he's making a comeback he's gonna take on jerry thomas oh well i mean that's what happened to his uh i remember he was uh commentating for a while um i hope he has a different trainer I i hope he got rid of his dad but uh, Robert Guerrero will be on that card. I mean, for the price, it's not bad, I guess. But like I said, I'm going to be in in Southern California. I'm going to be busy. And then, um, so, but pay-per-view for me, no. No dice. Obviously, over here, I mean, going back with Canelo Kovalev, if you have the zone, you know, you, you got the app. You get to watch it on the app. Boom. You, you don't have to fucking pay. $75 or $80 for a fucking fight <coughs> with um, not that much of star power. Canelo is star power. Um, Golovkin, I heard Golovkin's going to fight uh, Derek, Dere, Dere, I can't even say his name, Darian Vanchenko, which I've seen him fight before. That should be an interesting fight. Um, that will be October 5th. Um, so far it's, it's going to be for the IBF world middleweight championship. Um, who has it? What does it, there were young Chinko have it. That was going to be at the Madison square garden and, oh no, actually it's a bacon title. So the IBF title is vacant. So that, that should be interesting. October 5th, it's going to be on the zone network uh or app um well let me give my thoughts right away for porter versus spence the thing with porter though he's a very awkward aggressive fighter he goes up to you um he's got power but spence is a uh he's he's another level i mean he did beat mikey garcia but then again mikey garcia had to go up weight um, in my opinion, I was, uh, he shouldn't have done that. And that's my opinion though. And, and what happened? He lost. Um, so I could see, um, for this fight, I could see it maybe going to distance. Um, but I think, I think Spence, I'd be surprised if Porter wins, but if Porter does keep, um, doing what he does and that's being aggressive, being, you know, being clinchy, you know, and, you know, punching at the same time, I could see him winning the fight. Um, uh, for Durrell, I got uh, Anthony Durrell. He's actually doing pretty good. Um, Barrios, I really don't know who they are. I need to... Josito Lovers, John Molina. This is a fight here. This is pretty much like an up-in-the-air fight. I could see I could see Jose Lito Lopez. He needs a win. I don't even remember the last time he's won a fight. 
John Molina. It's been it's been a while that I've seen him win a fight. Seen him win a fight. Um, for Robert Guerrero, I I mean, I didn't like I said I did not even know he was gonna fight, or he even came back to fighting. Um, so I got Robert Guerrero obviously winning that one. I mean that would be a tuna fight. I mean he has to have plenty of fights to work his way up the ladder to have. You know, maybe another title shot at the welterweight division. Um, so obviously he's fighting under, I'm assuming Al Heyman, because this is on Fox Premier Boxing Championship. So, um, a lot of a lot of good fights coming up, man. A lot of good fights for boxing is coming up. Um, Canelo Kovalev, very interesting. Like I said. My voice is cracking, and I apologize. I fucking hate it when it does that. But, um, boxing is looking good for the end of the year, man. And, um, I don't know. It's going to be a tough task for Canelo against Kovalev, so. But, yeah, man. So, uh, that's it for boxing, um, for boxing talk right now. And I'm already going to get to that 30-minute mark. Like I said, I'm going to keep it short. The, another thing that I, uh, I don't know if I mentioned in the first episode in this podcast, besides wrestling and boxing, I will also talk about MMA. That is really worth talking about. UFC has gone to the point now where they have lost so many star powers that <clears throat> it's not even worth talking about. You know, um. It's like they have so much events that they're, I didn't even know they had one coming up already. I think this Saturday, which is pay-per-view. So that's something that I guess um, that's going down this Saturday, I believe. Yeah, this Saturday, the 21st. But um, I will be talking also about movies, you know, movie reviews. Um, by the way, tonight I will be watching Rambo Last Blood. So probably on the next podcast, I'm just going to be talking about movies, man. Talking about um, the review of Ramble, Last Blood, what I thought about it, and how it connects. Maybe how it connects with all the other movies. I've been I've been been watching all the other ones, which I've seen so many times, but I just love watching all the Rambo um, franchise movies: First Blood, First Blood Two, Rambo Three, and then Rambo the Fourth One. So, um, I'll be looking forward to watching Rambo Last Blood tonight. I got tick- I bought tickets actually like two weeks ago for Rambo Last Blood. So, I'll be looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, so, um, once again, I mean, uh, there's not a, there's not a, a time of day when I will post a podcast. Usually I'll just pop up out of nowhere. I need to fix, I need to work on that. Obviously, I'm going to be posting this on the SM Punk Show page on Facebook. And you guys could actually listen to this on iTunes now. I believe you could also listen to it on Spotify. Um, so, check me out there, SM Punk Show. Like I said, this show will be talking about everything that has to do with entertainment, movies, boxing, wrestling. Wrestling mainly, a lot, a lot of wrestling, a lot of movies, a lot of boxing. Um, 
Hey, even even freaking um, gossips. But that would be rarely though. Um, and and yeah, and, and I'll probably have some ideas and later on, and hopefully I'll get a co-host that would want to be on the show. And yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go back at it again on doing the podcast here. But um, but for today, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a great rest of the rest of the day it's already thursday for me so have a great weekend and i'll see you guys on the next sm punk show podcast boom